This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. Leomi and I are busy talking here off air about having a kind of energy and joy that's contagious. And I tell you what, I've got a smile on my face, which I'm sure you can hear, courtesy of Professor Dion Foster, all the way there from the Somerset West area. You have a really wonderful way of turning uh, me into this little bit of a giggling Gertie here with all your funny remarks on a Thursday morning. Morning, Dion. Morning, Brad. Brad, of course, the, 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 the challenge is that you and I were brought up on the same diet of Carmen, you know, oh, led yeah. by the best, you know, uh, too blessed to be stressed and praying for the rest. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did you say? Uh, I said, how are you doing? And you said, on fire for the Messiah. Is yeah, that what you said? Yeah, by the best, on fire for the Messiah. <laughs> <laughs> you see, you can't have it. Uh, Dion will sort you out and turn your frown upside down. I love it. Dion, we, Amen. Were, uh, we, were, we were talking uh, this week, on this program earlier this week just about kind of um, uh, how us gentlemen can sometimes get uh, when we have been married for a while, you know, the ladies slip that wedding ring off and on quite easily when they, you know, maybe washing the dishes or I don't know when they do and yes. they're creaming their yes. hands or whatever, you know, then the, and for us, some gents, you sort of say, well, this ring went on and well, it hasn't come off because I can't, you know, the fingers get a little chubby. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, we were talking about this incident when I uh, lost my wedding ring. I was busy shaking something out in the garden and I just heard as this ring hit the Vibercrete wall across from me where I was standing and then it was on the hands and knees because you know you can lose something but you don't you don't go to your wife and say hello dear um, I just lost my wedding ring so oh, it's on so it's on the hands and knees digging around in the grass oh my goodness I don't know how long it took me to find it but that feeling of relief when you found it you know oh my goodness I couldn't help but think of that and, and how, how there are some things when you lose them they're irreplaceable you can replace a wedding ring. There is, of course, sentimental value, but that's not a life and death thing. We're on a time, Dion, where loss is big. And it's not just a ring or some weight or where did I put my favorite pen. Mm, mm. Now, Brad, I mean, the, the, that wonderful little illustration that you've just given. Just by the way, I am so impressed that your fingers are still skinny enough that your ring can fall off when you shake your hands. <laughs> Mine is stuck on my book. Uh, it's, been there, it's been there since 1994. And my goodness, the finger is growing around it. But yeah, Brad, I mean, you're absolutely mm. right. You know, it, it is, isn't it just true? Sometimes when we lose something that either we, we had an inkling was precious, but, but we didn't quite appreciate it when we had, had it. When we lose it, there's that tremendous, tremendous sense of loss. Uh-huh. And, and sometimes there are things that we do know that are precious, which for some reason get, get taken away from us. And, and, and we, we really, really struggle to, to cope with that. Now, this, I mean, I think this is a very important lesson for us to, to reflect upon as Christians. And I think there, there are a couple of bits to that. The first one is the one which, which you've just touched on, which is to say, do we... Do we recognize the value of the persons and things that we take for granted? Mm. Do, we, do we recognize them? Do, do you see your, your spouse, your children, your neighbors, your colleagues, and, and recognize, my goodness, quite apart from any unhappiness that I may have and any challenges with these people, I am blessed. I'm mm. grateful, and I want to recognize them. I want to tell them. You know, just this morning when I was brushing my teeth, 
um, in, in the bathroom. Megan was standing in the bedroom and the light just hit her face in a way. And, and I turned around and said, you get more beautiful every day. Just, just to affirm her, to say, I <laughs> love you, I love you, and I love you more and more. And I don't think we do that often enough. Yeah. You know? so, so that, I think, is the first thing, Brad. We, we should be invited in times like these where we are losing people, we're losing friends, loved ones, family. Let's appreciate one another. Let's express it. Maybe it's become, I, I, you know how it is, I know how it is. When you've been with someone, whether it's a sister or a brother or a wife or a husband, sometimes those words just fall silent. You stop mm. saying them. So just say them. Get the courage and do it. The second thing, of course, is, is we, the lesson we, we have to reflect on is there are certain things that we cannot control losing. That, unfortunately, Brad, is the nature of life. Mm. I mean, all of us, are going to, to die at some point. And, and part of what we're, we're having to do as Christians is to recognize that, that even though we, we love someone, we love something so, so dearly, there may come a time where, where we have to let them go. And we, we have to love them dearly but hold them lightly. I wow. think that, that's a beautiful way of putting it. One of my friends, Kevin, uh, who's, who's a minister, once, once said that at, at a funeral, and it just struck with me, you know, stuck with me. We, we have to love them dearly, but, but hold them lightly. And mm. I think there's, there's something to be said for that in terms of our Christian faith. The first thing is to recognize that, that none of us is meant to live forever. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a heresy, by the way, when I hear Christians say, you're going to live forever. You're not going to live forever. You're going to die. Yeah. But then you will be resurrected to eternal life. <laughs> and that's the promise. That's the hope. So we know we're going to have to pass through that pain. We know that there will be a time. Uh, it might be a few years. It, it, it might be some months. It might be whatever where we are not with that loved one. But there will come a time where we will be together in the presence of Christ. That's something we've got to hold on to. Appreciate them while we have them. But also recognize when we lose someone or something that's precious, it isn't lost forever. I think the third lesson that we need to, to learn, Brad, and this was what you illustrated so beautifully, is if something is precious and it has been lost, do everything that you can to regain it. Mm. <laughs> get on your hands and knees. Yeah. You know, get out there and say, oh, my goodness, this is precious, and I didn't realize it, or I, I got careless, and now it's gone, and so I'm going to do everything that I can uh, to win it back. And I think that's part of what, what God does with us in Christ. Just get your priorities right. If you didn't treat that relationship well enough, if you didn't appreciate that job enough, uh, it's time to get on your knees and say, okay, let's get it right. And, and I want to say to you, when our priorities are right before God in Christ, by the power of God's Spirit, we will not only receive the thing that we need, but we will be blessed with even more. Wow, that's so beautiful. I, I'm quite struck by this idea of value. Because let's say, for example, you want to, I don't know, trade in your car, sell your car. You know, you take it somewhere to be valued and someone will say, I think your car is worth this. And immediately you think, well, no, I want a whole lot more money than what you're <laughs> offering to give me. So it's this idea of value, the way that we see things and the way that other people see things are different. And, and I think for that reason, we need to tell people how much value they have in our eyes. Because I think people mm -hmm. for a long time are told by other people, you are like this or you are like that when that, that's not true at all. People need to be reminded about how God sees them and for us to see them that same way and, and not be shy to tell them. Because if we don't tell them and affirm them, who is going to do that? Nobody might ever pray for them. No one might ever affirm them. No one might ever tell them that they're part of the body or that they're loved by God. And, 
we, we just assume everybody, like the husband that said, I told my wife when we got married that I love her and I don't need to tell her every day. I'll only, I'll only tell her again when things change. You know, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like that. So I really feel strongly this morning, Dion, like we need to affirm people and, and help them to understand their true value because they are loved by God in such a way that they are invaluable. You know, Brad, my, my colleagues make fun of me, even my friends, because I, I've developed over the years a habit. And, and it's sincere. I mean, I don't do it flippantly. I, I really do believe it. Whenever I encounter someone who's precious, I tell them you're a gift. I've probably mm-hmm. even said it to you on, on a WhatsApp. You're yeah. a gift. Thank and you. I think that that's, that's what we do need to recognize. Just to say you've put your thumb on it. You know, this is part of what we try and teach in ethics all the time is that, that values are all held by the people to whom they're valuable. And for some people, the greatest value is money. For another person, the greatest value is prestige. But for us as Christians, the greatest value that we can ever, ever have is to love the Lord our God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and to love our neighbor as we love ourselves. That should be our greatest value. And we should express that in our relationships. We should express that in our saving and spending. We should express that in our work. We should express that to our children. Mm. Um, just one last thing I'll yeah. say. You know, I encounter so many kids who have grown up with a narrative that they were a mistake. Mm. <laughs> and I often say to children, you know, there are no illegitimate children, only illegitimate parents. <laughs> well and, said. and I want to say to parents, tell your children, you are wanted, you are loved, oh, you are wow. precious, you are a gift. We, we need to do that, Brad. Yeah, we absolutely do. And just in closing, there's this artist whose music we played just about half an hour ago. Her name is Britt Nicole, and she's got her own clothing range. And for her, it's so important to affirm girls and young women. And she's got this little acronym, uh, uh, WAH, you know, W-O-H, and that stands for Work of Art. And she has a clothing range that you buy, beautiful denim jackets and hoodies and the whole thing. And on the back, it says Work of Art on the front mm. and and uh, and and uh, p-cap that says on the p-cap it says every freckle every scar and uh, i love that just to say no matter what this is this is the value that you really carry not what the world says or what magazines say that you ought to look like or what your parents might have told you like you've just said dion work of art amen amen mm. brad and you're a gift and thanks for the ministry that that you have to us it really is such a blessing bless you and bless our listeners. Yeah, have a beautiful day. Thanks, Dion. Bye, then. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 729 AM. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za.